Howdy there, y'all. Welcome back and happy Skews Day to you. It is January 25th, 2022. I'm Trey Crowder, and that's Mark Ag. What's up, Mark? What's up, Trey? And if you saw uh, today's big political news, uh, Nancy Pelosi announced she's going to run again at the age of 81. I guess she really hates her fucking grandkids is my only takeaway. Yeah. <laughs> I never want to see my family again. And uh, J.D. Vance got the coveted Marjorie Taylor Greene endorsement. Oh, uh, get that MTG bump. That's right. Yeah, he said, he tweeted that we're going to team up to take down the scumbags. So, uh, J.D. Right. Vance acting like a tough guy is so fucking funny to me. Anyway, Josh Mantle's still going to kick his ass, so it doesn't even matter. But Yeah, I was going to ask Jeff- if there had been any, I know that the last time we <laughs> talked about it, he uh, wasn't faring too awfully well in that particular race. And uh, Anything changed on that front? I haven't looked at their polling recently. Uh, let me check real quick. I, I don't think so. I mean, what what... What would make he was like trailing by a bunch? Uh, I don't yeah. know what would make him be able to come back. Uh, well, the MTG anyway, bump, of course, that's what. Uh, yeah, and yeah, Nancy Pelosi, she's eighty-two years old. I cannot imagine wanting to do anything, uh, let alone that job uh, at eighty-two. I guess you just, I don't know. That people, the, all the people in power, they n- never ever want to walk away. Must be intoxicated. Must be something to that whole power deal, Mark. It must. Uh, Really be something, because yeah. nobody ever wants you, to give any semblance of it up. Uh, have you ever, uh, yeah, saw somebody say it was a bad idea, and then a bunch of people on Twitter calling them ageist, so we're in a good place. Um, right. Do you, do you ever read the, uh, the sci-fi book series Foundation or the Apple TV Plus series? Based no, on I know what it is. It's one of those things that's like I've always meant to read and just haven't. And I love sci-fi, too, so it's a glaring omission, yeah. but no, I haven't. So the, the the central premise is the uh, the this, this space empire is run by a genetic dynasty of clones. Uh, this guy's been cloning himself for 400 years, and there's like he'll age out of retirement. There's three of them alive at any point. There's a baby being trained to be the leader. There's the emperor, and then there's the retired emperor who's like there for advice and counsel or whatever. Anyway, the big climactic moment, the first episode of the pilot, is the scientists telling them how why they're failing and society's dying is because. There have been no new ideas or new blood and leadership for 400 right. years. Anyway, just popped them ahead for no reason. Yeah, no reason at all. Doesn't seem particularly relevant, but yeah, you're just yeah. throwing it out there. Yeah, no, man, I don't know. I mean, just, yeah, people making decisions for the future that have less of a future than most of the rest of us, just uh, statistically yeah. speaking. So I just, mm-hmm. I'm not saying we can't have no uh, octogenarians in Congress ever, I guess. Although, I don't know, maybe there should be some kind of age limit, but. We should just have more not super old people in, in Congress as well. You know, a diverse representation, perhaps more than like four that are around our age, you know, would be nice. But especially a leadership class that takes loss after loss after loss after loss after loss. It's not like they right. have like, it's not like Bill Belichick refusing to retire. It'd be like, Right. Uh, I don't know. Whoever the Ra- the the Raiders interim coach refusing to retire. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. what are you going to do? Anyway, we're here and with us, as always, is producer Matt. This is Weekly Skews. First off, uh, if you are vaccinated and want to see me live, you can go to wellreadcomedy.com for tickets. I'll be in Indianapolis this weekend and a lot of fun places after that as well. We hope to see y'all out there now. 
On the show tonight, we're going to discuss the latest in a seemingly endless line of completely absurd and totally made up conservative controversies, namely sexy candy and reverse racism. Now, I know the latter has been around for a while, but they've put a fresh new spin on it this time, and it is all, <coughs> you guessed it, COVID-19. Also, World War III was trending yesterday, so uh, 2022 is off to a rollicking start. We will touch on the deal with Russia and Ukraine a little later, but along the way, we got some fun stuff for you, beginning, as always, with the Daily Dumbass. Matt, graphic, please. Now, tonight's honoree, and what I think may be the first time in SKU's history, uh, was actually not selected by any one of us here at the SKU's. No, tonight's DD comes straight from the White House. That's right, because the dumbass of the day today is, according to Joe Biden, Fox News' Peter Doocy. Might play that clip. That's a great asset. More inflation. What a stupid son of a bitch. <laughs> Uh, this is the part of Biden that really hits for me is like uh, he, he occasionally forgets he is on a hot mic. I mean, maybe he doesn't care he's on a hot mic, but he just like he says swear words like a normal person. And yeah. so he, so if you, you can't quite make it out because Deucey's not mic'd up because it's not a press availability. It was just uh, a presidential proclamation or announcement or whatever. And they yelled questions at him from, uh, you know, way in the back, which is the you know, they do a lot. But, uh, but so the question he asked was, do you think inflation is a political liability in the midterms? And what he said was, no, it's a great asset. More inflation. What a stupid son of a bitch. <laughs> That's a great response to that question. That's a really stupid question. Like, you know, a stupid stupid question gets a stupid answer. It's what they say. Yeah, no, so I, I just I really like uh, hearing the president call someone who I also feel to be a stupid son of a bitch a stupid son of a bitch. And, you know, just does it for yeah. me. I mean, I... Made a video about this today, and I was saying, like, you know, they got incensed talking about how he's he's the most negative president toward the media ever, which is laughable considering how Trump was with the media, obviously. But they just always get yeah. all pearl clutchy about decorum and shit anytime a Democrat yeah. does anything like this, and then they turn around and fucking you know, get a cardboard cut out of Kamala Harris and flip it off and call it names and shit and put post it on Twitter yeah. and do all kinds of wild stuff. So I'm all for yeah. it. We're uh, a bunch of – it's weird because, like, we think of, like, British people as being stuffy and uptight, but they tell their leaders to fuck off to their face. We talked about this before, but we need a queen to do the pomp and circumstance so we can treat our leaders like regular people and they can argue with us. They Like, if you watch Prime Minister's Questions, which is, like, once a week the Prime Minister has to go to, uh, uh, you know, the Parliament and be straight up fucking heckled and roasted, right? <laughs> which is – Great, and we should have that. And they also snap back and do your money. It's right, almost up to the line of your mama so fat jokes. And uh, like, I like it's okay to spar with the like. I don't, I don't care. Maybe like the everyone was getting so goddamn heated about that last night. But some guy said it was the greatest threat to press freedom in their lifetimes. So right. Like, he just called one guy a stupid son of a bitch. Yeah. And uh, he even backtracked from it. If you got that second video, Matt, this is the part that actually bugged me: is Biden yeah, getting less too. based. <laughs> we have some news tonight. Uh, after years of clips of the president and I kind of mixing it up on the campaign trail and during the transition and here at the White House, 
uh, within about an hour of that exchange, he called my cell phone and uh, he said, it's nothing personal, pal. That's and good. Though. <laughs> we went back and forth and we were talking about. Uh... Yeah. So here's the thing. That's not an apology. Saying it's nothing personal is not really. I'm right. sorry. It's just saying it's not a personal. It's just an observation that you're a stupid son of a bitch. Yeah, right. I know. That's what I thought, too. It's like it's like he's saying it was. You know, it's like, uh, you know, it's just, it's all business. It's just politics is what it is. Me calling you a stupid son of a bitch. It's nothing personal. It's You're right. It's not the same thing as him saying, like, I shouldn't have said that. I mean, yeah, I wish he would have said uh, nothing at all uh, after this other than just like, yeah, well, you know, maybe he shouldn't have been acting like a stupid son of a bitch. And then maybe I wouldn't have said it. But he should apologize to me, really, for being a stupid son of a bitch. That's how I feel about it. Uh, that I would have yeah. preferred that response. But, you know. What are you going to do? A couple of things about this. One, someone dug up a video of John McCain also asking why yeah. we ask such a stupid, stupid fucking question, which is uh, one of the few things John McCain did good in his life is uh, roast that guy to death. But if you're wondering how he has that job, his dad is P, uh, uh, Steve Ducey, who's on, who's uh, one of the dumbest people on television on Fox and Friends. So he's the <laughs> dumbass fail son of an even bigger dumbass. And ain't that America? Also, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So this is sort of example A of why, exhibit A of why everyone hates the Washington media. One, the pearl clutching over a non, a, a nothing incident that's just marginally funny. Right. Uh, and we all deal with rougher conflicts in our day-to-day -day life at work and everything all the time. We're adults. And two, uh, the question itself is fucking stupid on a lot yeah. of reasons. One, the, the answer is obvious. And you know the president doesn't want there to be more inflation. Two, why are you framing the problem with inflation as if the main thing is the Democrats lose the house because right. that would be a side effect of things like people not being able to afford milk for their kids or tires for their car. Do you know, like <laughs> that seems yeah, like the main, no, it's a very yeah. stupid question. Yeah. Cause again, yeah. like, I mean, exactly what Biden said. It's like, no, it's an asset. You dipshit. Yeah. Like, of yeah. course it is. Why even ask that? You know, do you have any uh, plan to fight inflation would be an actual question. Right. Even then, it's like, yeah, we have, we're doing it. We're doing everything we can, but I can't make microchips from China up here. So I don't know what the fuck to tell you. I can't. We're going to talk about Ukraine later, but I can't make Russia stop holding back natural gas. I can't mm -hmm. re uncollapse Venezuelan society. I can't. <laughs> these are not things the United States president has a button to push to do. So I don't know. It's yeah. All wild. Yeah. Now, well, you know. Yeah, dumb son of a bitch. Um, so our first honorable mention tonight for Daily Dumbass is uh, actually our wives, Mark and I's wives, for never once disavowing us on Twitter when they had the opportunity. So yeah. Robert, Robert F. Kennedy Jr. did the thing they loved to do so much, and that was uh, compare their situation with mandates to the Holocaust. Uh, but mm -hmm. super hot right now comparing that shit to the Holocaust. And he said, you know, at least in Nazi Germany – you could hide somewhere like Anne Frank in her attic. So really, he's saying, I would argue that Anne Frank had way better than we have it right now with the mandates in this country. Seems to me what he's saying. So anyway, his wife. She's had Cheryl, to stay indoors. We're having to stay indoors. Yeah, you know, you it's could pretty, see, pretty much. Yeah. You could see the parallels there. Uh, his wife, Cheryl Hines, recurred her enthusiasm, then had to take to Twitter to um, 
make it clear. She says, my husband's reference to Anne Frank at a mandate rally in D.C. was reprehensible and insensitive. The atrocities that millions endured during the Holocaust should never be compared to anyone or anything. His opinions are not a reflection of my own. Uh, I know every relationship... I know every relationship is different, Mark, but like, yeah. this is, this is wild to me thinking about this like dynamic. Like, uh, I don't know. I mean, I yeah. had girl, like I've got ex girlfriends who now will be all up on Facebook trying to recruit people to go to parlor and shit like that. And, uh-huh. uh, and mostly all I ever think is buddy, glad I dodged that book. <laughs> you know, like, uh, I, I just, yeah. It, I feel fortunate that me and Katie mostly agree on shit like this. Cause I just, it just mm-hmm. seems like you'd always be having to go on Twitter and apologize for their sorry ass. If you were married to somebody <laughs> like that, it just seems like, I don't know. So I, I wouldn't want to, I wouldn't want that. I don't think. Yeah. I mean, uh, marriages can survive a lot of differences. Some people have even have interfaith marriages, but had disagreeing about, and Frank seems pretty <laughs> yeah. insightful. Right. That's what I'm saying. Um, like the fun, if you're not on that path, like that's, it would seem to be a big dividing line to me. Like you're either with that mm-hmm. or you're not. And if you're not with that, you're pretty damn not with that, you know? Yeah. Uh, it just seems like it would come up periodically. Yeah. To me. I, I don't know what's going on with uh, political dynasties and uh, the extended curb your enthusiasm uh, uh family but like i don't know if you remember like she's married to rfk but it was larry david's ex-wife that allegedly broke up al gore's marriage oh yeah <laughs> you... <laughs> yes. yes yes yeah so crazy 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 things going on around there uh yeah rfk uh jr is a fucking moron and he's dangerous and um they, these people love to compare everything to the holocaust except like they they know everything about the holocaust except the big thing right it's like the problem with the Holoc- the problem with Nazi Germany was not that Anne Frank stayed indoors. It was the reason she was hiding in the first place. Do you know what I'm saying? Right. Like it's like, like it's like. Plus, they, there's a bunch of Holocaust deniers in this movement. So it'd be like, this is just like the Holocaust, which, by the way, is totally exaggerated. It's like, what yeah. the fuck? Yeah, yeah, no, it doesn't make any sense. But they're like, uh, it's just the persecution complex they have, you know. And what you, you mm-hmm. know, there's no higher level to reach for in the like persecution Olympics than going to the Holocaust. You know what I mean? Like they want, they want to be like, we basically have it just as bad as people in the Holocaust did, and no one's talking about it. Everybody's just, everybody's just fine with what is being done yeah. to us, and it's pretty much the Holocaust if you think about it. And uh, yeah. But if they you think about a real hard squish your eyes. Yeah. Yeah. No, they yeah. love it. That's like p- page one of the uh, COVID idiot dipshit uh, manual. Page one, chapter yeah. one. But all right. Let's, what we got next here? Our next honorable mention uh, for Daily Dumbasses. Other congressmen for not understanding how to multitask. That's right. So uh, Madison Cawthorn, Heil on Wheels, as I call him, was part of a. Uh, Part of a Zoom-based committee meeting about uh, veterans' affairs and had to do with uh, the danger that veterans face with, like, burn pits and things like that. And it's, you know, serious issues. And on this Zoom call, he thought, this would be a good opportunity to clean my gun, I guess. We have a—we got a screenshot or a clip or something here, Matt, that shows him doing it. Madison, just kind of, you know— during this uh, Zoom meeting, which unfortunately we don't actually have the video for, uh, but there was somebody in the meeting who took the screenshot 
Well, look at that. All right. Clean this so cleaning this gun. <laughs> So yeah, he's a fucking dumbass. He's a uh, uh, one. You're not. He was apparently in his in his, in his congressional office, and good, uh, carrying guns is illegal in D.C. But there is a con- congressman give themselves a carve out to keep guns in their own office because, of course, they did. So right. somebody asked uh, the Daily Beast asked Coughlin's office if he thought it was appropriate time to clean his firearm, and his communications director uh, responded, "What could possibly be more patriotic than guns and veterans?" Yeah. Okay, so. In a, that's a dumbass thing to say for a lot of reasons. One, like 90% of the military support staff, not combat troops, because for every guy doing the fighting, you got to have like nine to like, uh, you know, run his payroll and uh, uh, run his blood work and keep him fed and gas up his truck and shit. So guns aren't even a big part of it for, for most troops. But second, the context of like what this hearing was about, if you, you guys don't know uh, how burn pits work, um, uh, John, the, the first episode of John Stewart's new show, they, they went in depth on this, so you can go learn all about it. But so when you invade a country, uh, there's no, you destroy the infrastructure or living outside of it because the country you invaded is not going to pick up your fucking trash and shit. So what they do is they dig a, a big pit and all the waste goes into it. We're talking, yes, uh, physical waste, like, you know, your turds and whatnot. Also your food waste and, you know, discarded munitions and all that stuff. What you do is you cover it in jet, jet fuel and burn it. Now it turns out, as you might expect, those fumes are noxious and give people a lot of health problems, right? One of the many sacrifices our troops make for us is uh, getting cancer from inhaling burning jet fuel on top of turds, on top of uh, old munitions uh, and old car parts and shit. So um, yeah, just he wasn't even listening to the hearing is my fucking point while he was cleaning his gun. No, I feel like he was sitting there thinking it's like in his head, he's like, yeah, I mean, like troops aren't the only people's got guns and stuff, you know. Like, <laughs> I got I got a gun too. Just so everybody knows. Yeah. Like I'm I'm pretty mm-hmm. cool. I'm pretty badass. Like these mm-hmm. troops are. It's just like a I don't know. Just gotta display some manhood. You know, been a while since he whipped a tree's ass or anything like that. So just gotta pull a gun out and polish it in the middle yeah. of a hearing. Yeah. I mean, if yeah. you've seen him, his videos of him shooting, he shoots a handgun like it's a machine gun. Like, we're just kind of spraying and spraying. So, it probably needs a lot of cleaning because he shoots 100 rounds for every one thing he hits. Um, he don't hit in any way. He can't even shoot a fucking gun. So, anyway, that's it for no, him. I, Fuck him. Yeah. He yeah. is the worst. So, let's see what we got next. Honorable mention, we got this guy, this Missouri state rep, who had an interesting response when he was criticized for calling COVID the China virus. And that's all, that's actually what I'm going to say to set this up so we can watch it and then talk about it. Cause just keep in mind, he got criticized by a colleague for calling COVID the China virus. And then this mm-hmm. is how he responded to that. He's also very anti-critical race theory. You know, the point so. of origin for a pandemic, uh, China mm-hmm. is a country. And I appreciate that. The Spanish flu is such. The Spanish flu. We are not denigrating Spanish people. The German measles are the German measles. We're not denigrating the Germans. And uh, for the record, I love dumplings. I love black-eyed peas. And I love cornbread. (laughs) All right. All right. That's it. All right. We'll we'll circle back to how dumb is it. But, like, why? Does he think – I was trying to figure out what he was – why cornbread? I don't, I have no idea. It's like he, I don't know. Cause he says dumplings. And I assume he means like Chinese dumplings. He, this whole uh-huh. thing is like, I'm not trying to denigrate China by calling it the China flu. Okay. Just so you know, I love dumplings. You would expect me. I love dumplings. I love rice. I love, you know, Kung Pao chicken. That's what you would think. But he starts with dumplings and then pivots to 
black-eyed peas and cornbread. It's like his other racism just seeped in. You know what I mean? Like it just, like he just went on racist autopilot or something. I think the guy that criticized him was a black colleague of his, so he's like yeah. looking at a black guy while uh-huh. defending this other racism, and he got his racist brain got confused, and he was just like, "So he's saying man, black I, love, eyed, I love black eyed peas yeah. and cornbread and stuff." I don't. So he's saying black eyed peas and cornbread are soul food, yeah, but yeah. I, I, until he got to, honestly, until he got I to mean, cornbread, I, I was like. Until he got the cornbread, it sort of made sense for me because maybe it's like, okay, I like dumplings. Those are Chinese. I like the black eyed peas. They have one member named Taboo's half Asian. It's <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> right. so, okay. I could have made it track till he got the cornbread. I don't know what the fuck he's talking about. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. If he'd said like, I love, I love dumplings. I love black eyed peas. I love like hong kong action movies you know something mm-hmm. like that be like oh the middle if the middle reference was actually the musical group the black eyed peas yeah. that would be pretty hilarious mm-hmm. but yeah no i don't i yeah. don't know what the hell that was about uh i love sure anime done, i love hentai porn i love all yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right let's see what we got next we got the uh the fbi for not putting a spoiler alert on this footnote yeah. in this uh what do you call these, Mark? This legal documents, deposition. What do you call this? It's an it's a it's, a, uh, it's an indi- uh, indictment. I think it's part of this guy's indictment. Yeah, it's a, it's a court filing trying to get this guy held. This January sixth defendant held in custody. Yeah, so they're trying to get him remanded because he will not follow any orders. This guy has apparently lost like five jobs in the past twelve months because he won't wear a mask or get vaccinated. Um, so he's he's a, he's a great dude all around. But anyway, so he apparently. <laughs> In a text message a couple days after January 6th, bragging about um, uh, bragging about invading the Capitol, he, tweet, he tweeted about choosing violence. And so apparently the FBI took this to be a reference to a game, the Game of Thrones episode where Cersei, uh, spoiler alert, uh, if you haven't seen this episode from five years ago, she blows up the sept with all her political and religious enemies in it uh, using, uh, what do you call it, the, uh, the green wildfire stuff? Or wildfire, yeah. Yeah. So anyways, so the FBI had this super long fo- footnote explaining who Cersei Lannister is and whether in the context about she killed all her political enemies. And <laughs> it's just extreme. like, okay, he chose violence. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't think it needs any further explanation, but yeah. So actually, I didn't even realize if this is the origin of it. I know like chose vi- blank, 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 chose violence is like a meme on the mm-hmm. internet. Like it pops up a yeah. lot. Like if, on sports, on sports subreddits and stuff, if somebody just trashes the Detroit mm-hmm. Lions out of nowhere, the comment top comment will be like, "This dude really just woke up and chose violence, huh?" And it's just like, yeah, that, like that type of thing. So I didn't even know it originated with Game of Thrones, but either way, no. like that dude right after having been at the Capitol saying he chose violence, I agree with the FBI. It's disconcerting. It's not a good mm-hmm. look, but mm-hmm. I don't know. They had to go into this whole uh, <laughs> world building Game of Thrones context <laughs> stuff that they did here. Uh, yeah. But, you know. Yeah. We got. About, yeah. I think it's where they chose violence meme. I've seen that meme too. I think it's like sort of escaped its original context. Like right. it's like how people use Stan now, like Stan culture. Right, in common parlance, and I think half I don't think half the people know it using it know it comes to the Eminem song. Right. Um, so yeah, that's yeah. as well. Uh, okay, next up, I think this is uh, see here, yeah, I believe this is the last one before we move on, and that is uh, mm-hmm. last honorable mention: uh, gigantic vaginas for not being sufficiently pro coup. What? 
Hopefully it'll make sense yeah. in a minute. So the leader of the Oath Keepers went on a podcast and yeah. didn't know that they were still recording. He thought they were at break and yeah. he started talking about Donald Trump. Right. So uh-huh. if you have that, Matt, just played that yeah. part of it. This is Stuart, it. Stuart Rose. Uh, you and Oath Keepers guy. and how it's going and how it you know, uh, built up or not during Trump. And now that Trump's gone, and what do you think Trump's going to be doing? What's the inside scoop on? He's just going to go golfing or Trump, Trump is the, Trump is the giant vagina. That's what I think. I think Trump is a blowhard. who just want to be president and isn't going to be shit between you and me. So I do a damn thing. Uh, we're recording. So don't be, we're, we're recording. Oh, I, thought, I thought you said we were on break. We are, but that doesn't mean we don't record. <laughs> oh, for crying! You're worse, you're worse than the fucking NSA. Right. <laughs> it's in every freak. Yeah, wow. the panic in his voice. He realized he was still a mic. Is like yeah. fantastic. You gotta yeah. love a hot mic moment, man. We've had a couple mm-hmm. of them now, but yeah. I, um, but it was telling because I, I didn't realize that context when I first listened to it. I didn't understand that he thought he wasn't being recorded. You know, uh-huh. so like for him to just be like, "Yeah, fuck Trump. Trump sucks." But then you could tell that it's a oh shit moment for him when he realizes that's actually being recorded because, you know, they're still not supposed to mm-hmm. say that. And I just wonder how many of them have that going on up here at this point, you know? Well, I, I, I don't know if you remember, even during 20, the 2016 election, Steve Bannon was openly saying that Trump's just a blunt instrument. Like, they're, like he, this guy was trying to install Trump as a dictator and is saying basically Trump's beside the point. <laughs> right it's like the move if you it's sort of a exhibit a of how much bigger the trumpist movement is than trump and how he just sort of is an employee of it not really the leader of it right. so it's just yeah they all just work there man i don't know it's fucking crazy good times it's fucking crazy uh speaking of fucking crazy and good times let's get into the aforementioned yeah. uh controversies got them all riled up on the right let's start with the sexy candy we got uh Mars, the Mars Candy Company, just coming way out of left field with with this, Mark. They redesigned the M&M's characters, and uh, not everybody's happy about it, including Tucker Carlson. We'll start with that that clip there. Producer Matt, if we got it. Says it's loading. Maybe we don't. Maybe we don't. Now we have the brown M&M has quote transitioned from high stilettos to lower block heels. Also (laughs) less sexy. That's progress. M&Ms will not be satisfied until every last cartoon character is deeply unappealing and totally (laughs) androgynous until the moment you wouldn't want to have a drink with any one of them. That's the goal. When you're totally turned off, we've achieved equity. They've won. All right, man. So they tell he's telling himself in a lot of different ways. I mean, yeah. oh God. So one, I too am very mad at the Mar- Mars, Mars Candy Company for taking the green M M&M and M out of my spank bank. Um, but <laughs> all they did was change the shoes. So not only are they saying they would they want to jerk off to M and M's, but specifically the feet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, right. Because they, they 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 made the the brown M M&M, and M they lowered her, her the length of her heels and the green M M&M, and they switched her from go go boots into like Adidas. Yeah, right? now dude, so, the woke mob don't want you jacking off to sentient confectionery's footwear anymore. Yeah, right? I hope the, everybody's the, happy about that because jacking off to confectionery's footwear has been canceled. Okay. Yeah. So and there's no going the, back. 
<laughs> the woke candy company just won a Supreme Court case to have the right to have child slaves so in its supply I, chain. I wondered if you were going to bring – I figured you were going to bring that up because I was going to ask you about it if you didn't. I know it's like – so what is the what is Mars really doing? Are they really just like – I mean a whole lot of coverage on this, right? Are they just trying to like just – stir up anything to get their make their brand more relevant or like yes they had they've been under fire recently for fucking child slavery on the in the ivory coast so like Uh this is sure is a nice distraction from child slavery people talking about wanting to jerk off to our character's feet like that's way better than the alternative like a smoke screen or just any and all of the above or none uh-huh. of that they just rebranded and it's just happening like what do, i just wonder what you think about all those things so uh, i read an uh, article by somebody who used to work in advertising or explaining how stuff works because i really don't uh, yeah I, i've worked on like one or two advertising projects but nothing like them nowhere near an a- uh, expert but so they <laughs> you would have a vague idea you want to rebrand and they're like mars the m have had these mascots since 1956 i think i saw mm-hmm. so they've gone through a couple of different iterations they're just the guy we wanted to do a rebrand also it's worth pointing out the super bowls in two weeks they may be gearing up to launch a new right. super bowl ad campaign right, right. so you, you go out go to an outside ad agency it's like hey we want to redraw these cartoon characters and then the ad agency does their work for whatever overpaid their amount they can justify their employment and they come up with a rationale for why the character is going to look a little different right it's all reverse engineered from just wanting to update your branding. <laughs> uh, but it, it, they're trying to hang some cult for meaning off of it. First of all, Mars did that too, which is fucking stupid. Nobody cares. I, I don't think the right wing knows that we all roll our eyes this shit. Nobody cares what's, if the right, green dude, is too sexy. Dude, right. Yeah. I, yes, I'm glad you said that too. It's not like anyone on the left is like, what a victory. You know, matter of fact, I saw <laughs> some liberal had tweeted. I'm sorry, I don't remember who it was. I just saw it when this was first happening. It's like, well, you know. We couldn't get uh, universal health care done or voting rights, but hey, at least we got woke M and M's. Like at least, at least the orange M and M is openly dealing with his mental health issues. It's like, yeah, no mm-hmm. one like like you said, no one is like celebrating that they did this. It's just most people don't give much of a fuck. We're talking about it right now because we're making fun of how outraged they got mm-hmm. over them doing this, but nobody on our side was like fucking cheering in the streets because of because of you know eminem being more body positive or whatever the hell all they did with the eminems yeah i mean they try to make it vibes and personality based because they can't make it more body body positive right eminems are around because they're (laughs) eminems they're all shaped this yes exactly they're they have they they're already a literal rainbow of colors Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you can't do nothing with that and yes, they're all just circles. So all they can do is put new fucking shoes on them and stuff. If they want to switch it up at all, give new shoes yeah. and make one of them a little antsier in the ads or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then they put all these like corporate buzzwords in the press release. But I read that article you were talking about uh, also. Mm-hmm. And they pointed out in there, they quote the Eminem's press release. And there's a bunch of shit in there about like the importance of self-expression and a uh, voice mm-hmm. that is more inclusive and unifying and, and uh, all that type of thing, right? And then later in the article, they post a quote from a different press release from a different company, and it mm-hmm. sounds very similar. It's like, we live in a diverse world with different ideas and different perspectives that must come together and make great things happen. We're deeply committed to diversity and inclusion, including mm-hmm. attracting and promoting diverse talent across our company. 
The exchange of different ideas and viewpoints drives innovation and inspires powerful storytelling, That all this type of shit. And that press mm-hmm. release was from Fox News. So, like, <laughs> so like it's just that's what they all are doing and saying right now. Is like, yeah. That's how any kind of corporate America shit works. They have their buzzwords. They go, you know, whatever's mm-hmm. most synergistic, Mark, or whatever, that type mm-hmm. of shit. And that's just what they do. And that's mm-hmm. what Mars is doing right here, just like it's what Fox News was doing with their press release. And it's just uh-huh. you know, Mars makes yeah. fucking candy. Like, everyone involved in this is is cynical as hell. Like the the only the only honest actors are the voice actors who show up to voice the M and M and go the fuck home and forget about it. But they did a, Fox did a whole week on this. If you have this gut filled clip, remember this is Fox's flagship comedy show. Uh, so uh, here's the here's the gut filled bit. If you haven't had. No, he don't have uh, – producer Matt said he couldn't get that one to download. But okay. it's just um, – Yeah. They were uh, – His opening all, line was, will Eminem – He said, will Eminem still melt in your hands even if they're trans? Even that was his trans? Because it rhymes. Yeah. And yep. they've been hitting that transition real hard in the – like the brown Eminem will transition into – it's like – they're heavily implying that it's that the Eminem is trans now, even though that's not part of this new lore. That it's not part of the. <laughs> they world don't have either. genitals. But <laughs> yeah, right. Be kind of hard yeah. to transition from one, you know, uh, genderless mm-hmm. confectionery to another. But uh, yeah, but yeah. Do you, no. This the, all this stuff does serve a larger purpose, and we'll get to that in a second. But like, I want to show this awesome Ben Garrison cartoon. If oh, you want to play the video now, Matt? No. No, oh, yeah, so, uh, the, oh, screen, screen grab. grab, yeah. Who better to commit to world more moments of fun by increasing a sense of belonging around the globe than M&M's? Yeah, he's, he's talking about the, the cynicism in their press release, which it is cynical. Uh, they're a fucking comp- corporation exists to sell sugar and give you diabetes. And um, they have child slaves. You know? Yes. <laughs> like, fuck them. Here's a... But anyway, they did catch on. Is it became a huge uh, issue for everyone to the right of us, apparently. Here's a Ben Garrison cartoon with a... Uh, it's called the woke M&Ms. They're chasing uh, a white chocolate. You, you get that here? You get what's going on? They're chasing the white chocolate. It's a white M&M, which doesn't actually exist. They're chasing in the green. They, they, one is yelling white chocolate privilege. One, uh, the blue M&M saying melt bigot while carrying a torch. <laughs> you got a red M&M with a pitchfork. I guess that means he's the devil now. And the green one's got a bat. Um, and he, he did leave the high heels on the green M&M, which he, the, that's the one with the go-go boots. He even got that wrong. So <laughs> the whole thing's fucking Melt. ridiculous. But anyway, the, that's so the funny. White chocolate privilege is sort of like what you do is you keep people riled up and make them feel like they're being oppressed by their own culture. Right. So all the pat paws get mad at this shit. Yeah. So then, uh, and when it transitions to real politics, it looks more like this. If you thought that uh, political headline, Matt, thought this is from today. Right. Um, GP, GOP says Democrats virus drug guidance is anti-white. Now, mm-hmm. you might have heard Trump say at a rally last week that they're only giving the vaccines to, uh, you know, uh, people of color. They're discriminating mm-hmm. against white people, which may or may not be a good way to get them to go take the vaccine if they think brown people are taking it from them. So maybe that's uh, <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe right. he's being benevolent there. Yeah. But so there's a little bit of truth. But that is not a little bit of truth in the fact that it's anti-white. So they, the FDA's guidance, um, it, again, it's important to point out this is not these are non-binding recommendations. Mm-hmm. Uh, for, for the monoclonal antibody treatment, the only one that works against Omicron is called Citrovimab. C- I don't know why I can't fucking name drugs, some like George or some shit. So Citrovimab <laughs> is, uh, uh, they said that the guidance is that people of color may be at higher risk for severe COVID-19. And it's one factor among several that doctors can cons- consider when doling out the drugs given that they remain in short supply. 
So because uh, there's a huge shortage of monoclonal antibodies, so the FDA uh, removed a couple from circulation because they don't work for Omicron. So Ron DeSantis was flipping out about that today. I think it's just he literally accused the FDA, uh, FDA and the Biden administration of trying to kill Republicans in Florida. Um, so everything's going normally, but this is catching on among everybody. Uh, Senator Marco Rubio is among several lawmakers pushing the FDA to rescind the recommendation, calling it racist and not American. I told you what Trump said. Uh, the Wall Street Journal ran an editorial blasting New York's version of the policy as unfair and possibly illegal. Uh, for Stephen Miller, uh, our, old, our old White House policy advisor slash, uh, uh, you know, sexy fucking dude. Uh, suing New York over their policy and threatening legal action against Minnesota and Utah and rally against the efforts as in unconstitutional, immoral, and tyrannical. Now, this is in a context of a pandemic where people of color are dying at about twice the rate of white people. Now, that's mm-hmm. for the FDA has been pretty clear. They're pretty sure that's for socioeconomic factors, not probably almost definitely not genetic factors. It's just because people are more likely to work jobs where they catch it, right? Right. White people yeah. are more likely to be able to work from home. And also have the social connections to get better treatment and to get and more likely right. to be insured. Yes, <laughs> All right. the reasons that the world's the world's unfair yeah. stack up against. So, but but the even end result given, of which is that people of color are more likely to die for, than white people from COVID. So it's a yeah. it's a genuine risk factor, which is why it's listed under risk factors to be mm-hmm. possibly considered. They've also clarified yes. it's like the likelihood that any white person would meet the other criteria for getting these treatments, but then not get it just because they're white is like very minuscule, you know, unlikely yeah. to, to ever happen. So mm-hmm. it's just, it all is very not outrageous really. And pretty logical and reasonable <laughs> when you talk through it. But what they've landed on is they're trying to kill white people with COVID by yeah. refusing us the treatment because yeah. being racist against white people is fine now. And this is what the Democrats want. That's where they're if at. If you don't, if you don't believe it's a, the world's racist against white people, just look at the M&M commercials. They took away my jer- my feet to jerk off to. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, the, 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 despite the FDA recommendations, this is still America. So no, so this, the system working normally, according to this article, monolith antibodies were given to uh, Hispanic patients 58% less often than to white patients, no matter what the recommendations are. So it's right. not even having the effect that they're complaining about. Right. Yeah, it, it's because yeah, like, it's like I mean, I'm all made up. Like None of it. None of it is true or real. And it's just like it's their mm-hmm. new it's the next it this they're attempting to make this the next thing like critical race theory was, you know, or whatever, mm-hmm. or like or like with yeah. the transgender bathrooms or any number of other things that they just like seize upon that they pretty much invent wholesale out of thin mm-hmm. air to get pissed off about and it like it works because we've talked about critical race theory a ton and how much of a factor it was and your home state of virginia's governor race Mm -hmm. governor's race you know so like the shit works but it's very transparent what they're doing or it should be but if it works why why wouldn't they keep doing it you know it it's been 50 years or or 60 years or whatever since that famous lbj quote about yeah. how it's like you, you won't notice a man reach down. You, you do not off the top of your head. You won't notice a man reach in your pocket if you're giving somebody to hate or somebody to look down on or something like that. It, yes. It's just like it, it, I can't believe this hustle still works. It's fucking crazy. It's fucking maddening. Um, because like like social, no matter what the FDA says, social networks are social networks, right? Like I knew we have people I knew that were are very well off. 
got vaxxed literally the day after it was approved, even mm-hmm. though they weren't on any of the the, the approved lists, right? And it, so, because because they had access to people who knew where to get it, um, it the idea that white people need to be discriminated against. It, what, what what it is? They're not vaccinated. They want quick access to monoclonal antibodies because that's what they've been promised in exchange for not being vaccinated. So the fact that it's limited supply. They see the guidance and they flip out. We just get the fucking vaccine. It won't matter. So anyway, uh, yeah. talk about World War Three. I guess so. Yeah, but you're going to have to, you know, shocking to no one. You're going to have to walk me through this. I know that Russia is amassing troops around the border of Ukraine, and mm-hmm. it's a hairy situation. I know that they they're trying to get the band back together. Russia, the old USSR, maybe starting with uh, Ukraine. It didn't didn't hit for them having to give out all that up. They're like, well, we'd yeah. like to get this back. And I know they annexed Crimea a few years mm-hmm. back, and that was a whole deal. And now they're just trying to get the rest of the – they got the yeah. kit. Now they want the caboodle, so to speak, and this ain't good. Yeah, they, they've been trying to push disruption in Ukraine ever since the uh, uh, their puppet was pushed out a few years ago. Because uh, they don't like – they they. my understanding is in the Russian consciousness, Ukraine provides a it's – a, it's a buffer between them and the Western world. Because Russia considers itself of the West but also an Asian superpower – and you don't like people encroaching on them from Europe. Ukraine, to defend themselves, wants to be allied with NATO because of the joint defense uh, uh, you know, uh, agreement that they would come to a, a Ukraine's aid if Russia invaded. Everyone thinks Russia is going to invade, so NATO doesn't want to let Ukraine in because they don't want to actually fucking fight for Ukraine. Uh, and here comes us, right? right? So um, Ukraine is a democracy. So Russia does, that doesn't hit for Russia either. So the, the, they're, they're building up troops. They've, they've moved all the physical assets in, in, into the air, into the theater they would need to invade. They haven't moved sexual troops yet, but that's the last thing you do anyway. First, you fly the tanks and trucks in, then you fucking mount up for war. And Ukraine's absolutely going to lose it, and uh, you know that's, that won't be good. Um, in this environment, the, because no one thinks anyone's going to go to war to defend Ukraine, Mm-hmm. Russia holds a lot of cards because they have right. they, they want to turn the world's uh, oil and gas supply, so no one can really do much to them. We're between a rock and a hard place, so uh, pretty much all we have to, uh, the option we have is like sanctions and shit. Um, but anyway, even the sanctions, people are sword rattling the little bit that Biden is doing. Like we sold them some more weapons and stuff. But here, I had to go out to Tucker Carlson, but he sums up this the, the fucking um, uh, how ununited we are to even stand up for democracy against an invading this despot like uh, Russia. Here's a, play that Tucker Carlson video. Man. Wait a second. Why is it disloyal to side with Russia, but loyal to side with Ukraine? They're both foreign countries that don't care anything about the United States. Kind of strange. It's All right. So, uh, there are a lot of reasons, Tucker. One, again, mm. the aforementioned fact that Ukraine's democracy and Russia is not. Two, um, going back a little bit here, and this is a real problem America has in the world right now, is we have no fucking credibility because we will not stand by our word once we change presidents. Happened with the Paris Accords, happened with the Iran deal. And Ukraine, when the Soviet Union collapsed, Ukraine had a bunch of nukes. All right. They had a bunch of Soviet nukes. And so we went to them and say, hey, give up your nukes and we'll make sure to defend you from Russia. <laughs> so we took away yeah. their capacity to defend themselves in exchange for the world becoming less dangerous with nuclear weapons floating around. And now the bill has come to. And I don't know what we're going to do. All I know is that war is bad, but these fucking psychopaths are rooting for Russia 
fuck them. And even like the, the dis- amount of disinformation is like, like Marjorie Taylor Greene went to play the video map, but she said that essentially the only reason Biden's defending Ukraine is because they have dirt on Hunter Biden. Um, so anyway, thoughts and prayers to the Ukrainian people. You're probably on your fucking own because we're, uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. It <laughs> seems to me not, you know, not having a firm grasp of the whole deal at all. It's, it feels like Russia just decides to do this, then they're just, it, they're just going to do it. And then that's, what's going to, yeah. and I know Ukraine has said like, you know, we're going to fight back. We're going to defend ourselves and I'm sure they will, but mm-hmm. Probably won't go well, and I don't expect anybody to to do no. much in the way of stopping I, or helping or anything. I mean, the, the levers we have saying. to pull are like Russia's already under pretty quickly economic sanctions. Somebody asked Biden today if he'd approve personal sanctions against Vladimir Putin, but like Putin's money stashed all over the world under various like he's it's laundered, but he's like mm-hmm. he's probably the richest man. Like he's probably the richest man of the world, richer than Bezos, even though on paper yeah. he makes like four hundred grand a year. Right. Um, and uh, I don't know what we could actually do it. We, we could annoy Russian elites by making it so they can't go to their, uh, see their mistresses in France. That's about it. Yeah. 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 All right. Uh, well, yeah. Thoughts you want to talk about kid rock Trey? Sure. Why not? No good <laughs> you, for that. Get into kid rock. But yeah, uh, Matt, you can, uh, start looking at comments and stuff and putting them up there if you want to, but go ahead. Mark. Yeah. <laughs> what about kid? Rock? Oh, thank vegan leave. YouTube says hit the like button, like subscribe and all that stuff. Share, tell your friends. So, Thank you, Lee. Appreciate it. Kid Rock dropped a new hit today. It goes hard. It's called We the People, and the chorus is We the People, let's go, Brandon. We the People, let's go, Brandon. We the People, let's go, Brandon. We the People. So uh, Trey, does, Trey doesn't want to play it. You can go find it on YouTube. He's afraid because sometimes we get flagged for, for copyright violations for playing, for, for showing clips or um, With music. Uh, yeah, music especially. So I'll just read you some of these lyrics. We the people and all we do reserve the right to scream, fuck you. I'm on board. Okay. Uh, wear your mask, take your pills. Now a whole generation's mentally ill. I mean, that's probably true. Uh, then he has fuck Fauci. Uh, COVID's here. COVID's here. We're coming to town. We got to get quick. Shut our borders down. Joe Biden does. The media embraces. Big Don, Big Don does it and they call him racist. Kid Rock used to really hit for me, Trey. Uh, yeah. Me too. I'm white trash, dog. <laughs> I grew up in multiple trailers. I fucking loved Kid Rock. You kidding me? I was a huge fan. Got my mom a Kid Rock box set just a few years ago for Christmas, and she was real fired up about it. Uh, yeah. But yeah, he uh, then he does the wonderful chorus you already read, and then the next uh, little, the bridge, I guess we'll call it, is just, fuck Facebook, fuck Twitter too, and the mainstream media, fuck you too, 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 yeah you uh he you pay a little later he says you piece of shit i don't see color black lives matter no shit motherfucker that's what he said hey so live show emergency my wife locked herself out of the house with her keys in the car without running i go go let her in her apartment i'll be right back all right go ahead i'm gonna keep going so yeah but the thing i like about it is so i already read y'all this shit that uh uh he said, so half of this song is him saying, fuck this, fuck Fauci, fuck Facebook, fuck this, fuck you, fuck everybody, fuck all that. Black Lives Matter, no shit, motherfucker, right? And then the other half of this song is, we all bleed red, brother, listen to me, it's time for love and unity. Then back mm-hmm. to, fuck CNN, fuck TMZ, and you social media trolls, you can suck on D's, D's, D's nuts, that's what's up. 
And then, if you're down with love and want to make things, he brought together, back these nuts, Trey. He, he brought did. back these nuts. <laughs> all we got to do is just come together. And then, uh, so yeah, it's he vacillates wildly back and forth between "fuck you, days nuts, suck it," and uh, all we got to do is join hands and love each other, and everything will be all right. So, I, I wonder why he turned on TMZ because TMZ was i mean all the tabloids were thoroughly pro-trump in 2016 harvey levin was good friends with trump helped cover up a few of his scandals and i think after trump won the election his first interview was harvey levin giving harvey levin a tour of trump uh of, of his trump uh the trump buildings trump buildings, trump building trump so yeah. i don't know anna ledford anafi from facebook says he rhymes two with two yes but also with you and uh you and then two again um but yeah he switches it up, you know. Yeah, I mean, rappers take a lot of liberties with what rhymes. Kid Rock's a bad rapper, but it's still within <laughs> bounds of the art form. Whisper uh, Mason says, from all the F-bombs, it sounds like he's puberty rock now. <laughs> all right, yeah. he's growing up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. You pick a name like Kid Rock, you get into your 50s, you still got to just, you know, at what point do you become, he never was teen rock or adult rock, you know. You just stay mm-hmm. kid rock. Yeah, it's like don't I think mean, even that. Lil Bow Wow dropped Little eventually. He just Bow Wow, right? So he looked yeah. around. He's like, I'm not little anymore. Kid Rock, yeah. still living yeah. a kid dream. Um, yeah, if everybody don't know, he's like he's very much appropriated my people's white trash culture, uh, Kid mm-hmm. Rock, because he's like a rich kid from the suburbs of Detroit. He grew mm-hmm. up in a house with a fucking tennis court and shit like that. So yeah. Um, he sold me on it though. Again, I ain't gonna. I was mm-hmm. buddy. He was my shit for a while there. Mm-hmm. Um, Courtney Brown on YouTube says Tucker's making some Russian coin somehow. That's my prediction. I mean, I, I, I don't know, but I mean, like Russia, Russia's hit for them for a long time because right. it's essentially a white, he, it's a white ethno state. They hate Muslims and they're hard on gays and they legalize domestic abuse. It's pretty much a, you know, the old school Christian paradise. You know, outside of you know the yeah communism <laughs> makes his money by just like hitting the appropriate talking points you know mm-hmm. to get his people all riled up and whatnot and in this case it would be russia good mm-hmm. they made it illegal to be gay so of course they're good that's, and that's, also that's it's like that joe biden is saying that russia bad because of this so you know and joe biden bad to his people therefore russia mm-hmm. good in addition to russia just being good already so everything circles back to russia good for the fox news mm-hmm. crowd uh oh yeah i saw this aaron mccullough on facebook says can we talk about neil Young's stand against spotify i'm interested in this fight spotify has been problematic to comedians for a minute so i'm fascinated so the comedians mm-hmm. thing I, Roy Wood Jr.'s friend of ours and a brilliant comic and an awesome dude. I tweeted a whole thing about it where it was like, it felt like half of comics were like, yo, fuck Spotify. And the other half were like, what's going on with Spotify? And he's like, they're fucking us. Oh, well, fuck Spotify then. But it was like, it, it felt like it came up out of nowhere to me. And I know it hit Corey, got all his shit taken off Spotify overnight for no reason. And we we're on the same album together and mine were left up and his were taken down. So the whole thing was really weird, but it but it became apparent to me that they were fucking over uh, comedians or attempting to. So yeah, obviously I ain't down it, with that. I think it has something to do with um, you might know about a bit more than I do, but it, it's like the royalties they weren't paying writing royalties or just no. paying the, the the 
phrase that right? There's a there's this, this like organization that's been trying to like um revise the way that like comedians or any kind of like spoken word artists or anything like that gets mm-hmm. royalties on these sites like this. And it's a big legal thing, and you like all comedians like sign this petition for them. You know they're trying to address it, um, and Spotify doesn't want to fuck with that. They're like, no, we'll just yeah. fuck the comedian. We're not doing that. So fuck them is what happened. But yeah. the Neil Young thing is separate from that because the Neil Young thing I don't think has anything to do with that. Neil Young said, no, that, uh, yeah. Neil Young said he was going to take all his shit off Spotify if they didn't take Joe Rogan off Spotify. Now, I feel like, God bless Neil Young, I feel like they probably going to go with Joe Rogan on that one at this stage of the game, I would imagine. But, you know, Neil Young's always been about that life, so... um, Yeah. I think who you would have to... I mean, the the royalties thing had to do with the second half of this this guy's question about being problematic to comedians for a minute, but like... So if yeah. you guys don't know, you can, you, you can copyright a song, but you can't copyright a joke. So there's no like, there's no like, right. There's no like writer's compensation for comedians. So, but the Neil Young thing, I mean, for it to be effective, it would have to be like Drake and probably Drake, like plus Beyonce plus Rihanna. <laughs> uh, I don't think Neil Young, I mean, not, I love, I like Neil Young's music. I just don't know if it's going to be the, a powerful enough lever to have an effect because you're Spotify has, they, they invested $200 million in Joe Rogan for a reason. Like he's right. profitable for them. I don't know what they're paying Neil Young, but it's not. Yeah. And dollars. you know, it ain't like Joe Rogan has become like less relevant or anything since they did mm-hmm. that. You know what I mean? I yeah. mean, he's in the headlines and shit all the time. They are a corporation. So, you know, it's probably, they're probably feeling pretty good about it. Now, if Neil Young gets all the, the, you know, golden oldie, the classic rock, <laughs> all of them together, you know, whoever's controlling all the Beatles songs and the Stones, everybody else on there, and they all, you know, mm-hmm. agreed with Neil Young, then maybe. Um, but yeah, but we're worthy, Aaron. Oh, producer Matt pointed out that Mark called Aaron a guy. He said this guy. Oh. So, <laughs> so, sorry, I got my sorry. browser window. I couldn't see the first name. I'm sorry, Aaron. My wife's name's Aaron, so I should have, I shouldn't have true. presumed. Uh, but anyway, yeah. Um, while, while Matt's looking for something else, you were going to tell everybody to get all their money out of crypto. Is that right? So crypto collapsed, like, like I think $1.3 trillion of value evaporated the past couple of days, but it's not a good investment for reasons we've made fun of before. But if you guys even follow what's happening in Kazakhstan, Trey. A uh, big crypto like farm or, or whatever, so, mining, crypto mining farm or some shit like that so people so there's a press blackout right now nobody knows really what's happening because a bunch of people took to the streets and the military was deployed to i don't know kill them no one knows but the reason took to the streets is because no one can afford to buy gas for the car or heat their houses because he, uh, uh, energy prices have surged like a tremendous amount and the root one of the root causes of this is that Kazakhstan has made itself into the world's number two producer uh, crypto mining uh, country behind only the U.S. So, yeah, we're still number one. But they're eating up like 10% of the country's power grid. So one of the yeah. reasons people can't afford to fucking heat their houses is because uh, these like uh, uh, fly-by-night crypto operations that the government has recruited to try to drum up revenue. And if you don't know, Kazakhstan's run by this fucking, uh, you know, it's a, it's a it's a kleptocracy run by a dictator. 
Uh, so yeah, it's evil all around. Like even if <laughs> it, 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 the, the, the environmental impacts, the the pointlessness of it, the scamming aspect of it. Uh, we made fun of Matt Damon last week because they like oh that that crypto.com got hacked and like oh, thirteen million dollars or whatever, it, it just disappeared. Um, this is a Ponzi scam stacked on top of a pyramid scheme stacked on top of just wish casting. It's just wishing. So anyway. Uh, Ukraine, Kazakhstan, <laughs> all the places that are getting really fucked for stupid ass reasons right now. Uh, stay safe. <laughs> all, all, stay safe. Uh, the Kazakhstan excuse the viewers. <laughs> yeah. Amy Upchurch yeah. Toodle on Facebook says crypto mining is so bad for the environment, which you touched on in the middle of that. Yeah. Uh, that rant it, there it, about it. it. It burns about as much power. I think as much power as like Europe per year. It's like, it's fucking stupid to, 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 to it's, it's, I think somebody compared uh, the best explanation I ever saw on tw- uh, uh, of what, how Bitcoin, uh, or sorry, what do you call it? blockchain works in real life? It's like, it's like, it's like leaving your car idling 24 seven produce Sudokus you could use to buy heroin. That's the whole fucking thing. <laughs> All right. Uh, cats and jam on YouTube says crystal, but that meant crypto typo crypto. Is a friggin' pyramid scheme, from what I could see. First one in, first ones in get paid by get paid by later suckers. First mm-hmm. one in get first ones in get paid by later suckers, people that come later. Mm-hmm. It's not even yeah. insured. Shaking my head. No, it's a it's 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 a it's it's a total it's a meme currency based on a joke. <laughs> right, like we're we're like Bitcoin was a joke take on money. Dogecoin was a joke take on Bitcoin. Now there's right. a Shiba Dogecoin. It's ironic take on Dogecoin. There was now that, a Shiba let's, go Brandon, let's go Brandon coin. Yeah, we talked about that a couple weeks ago. Yeah. I, I, I should have bought some of that because I feel like that was poised to take off once people heard about it because people will buy It's like a Trump collectible coin or something. People will actually buy it. But yeah, I never got around to buying uh, a thousand let's go Brandon coins for about 30 cents. Something like that. <laughs> Yeah. All righty. Let's see here. Michelle Breerton says uh, from Facebook says, "Can we comment on Georgia giving the green light to investigate Trump?" They formed a grand jury. It's not even like an official grand jury. It's a grand jury that will investigate, then hand over their evidence to a real grand jury. I don't. I don't really understand. It's a, it's a step, but God damn, this shit's moving so fucking slow. And twenty twenty four is going to be here in a minute, <laughs> buddy. Ain't it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not everything like being terrible is supposed to like uh, pain and whatnot. Was supposed to make time go slowly, you know. I had thought, but shit's been terrible for forever, and it's just flying by. Yeah, uh, the hits yeah. just keep on coming, as they say. Uh, you only yeah. do two days, Trey. The day you go in, the day you come out. That's right, buddy. So, yeah. yeah. Once again, remind you: uh, like, subscribe, all that stuff. Tell your mom and them we appreciate it. You can go to wellreadcomedy.com if you want some tickets to see me. And Corey and Drew live. Uh, we got some good days coming up this spring. We'll be in Indianapolis this weekend. We'll see y'all there, hopefully. And uh, you can go to weeklyskews.com if you want to and get you a shirt uh, that producer Matt drummed up for us there. So, yeah, that's pretty much it. We love y'all, and uh, we hope to see you back next Skewsday. We'll be right here, same time, same virtual place. So you love you, bye.